1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 599. It's impossible to stay retired once you retire early. Part 1 by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. And I'm Dan, your host and narrator, bringing you some of the best blogs on personal finance. I'm here every weekday doing that. And before we get to today's post, if you want to connect with a bunch of like-minded people, including some of the hosts here in the OLD podcast family, and be entered into more bonus book raffles, come join our Facebook group. The shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. That's oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. But for now, let's get to today's post as we start optimizing your life. It's impossible to stay retired once you retire early. Part one, by Sam of financialsamurai.com. In the spring of 2012, I hung up my sword after working in finance since 1999. There was actually a hiccup the very last day of work, a Friday. When I was emailing some personal files from my work account to my personal account, like pictures, tax docs, etc., I inadvertently emailed a 5-year-old client file that was caught by compliance. I was warned this was a violation of company policy and that I would be hearing from them about any repercussions the next week. I apologized for the mistake and waited nervously about the fate of my severance check. To allay my worries, I went to a free Hastings School of Law Community Service event where law students and professors helped those with legal questions. They just so happened to host the event on what I thought was the first free weekend of the rest of my life. It was great to see the school give back to literally hundreds of people regarding questions about divorce, employment, accidents, theft, trusts, and more. My question to a professor and to a law student was simply, can my firm take away the agreed-upon severance contract due to a five-year-old company file that I inadvertently sent to myself? Financial companies are notoriously strict about ex-employees transferring sensitive client documents that can be advantageously used against their old employer if they join a competitor. I told my company that I was retiring from the finance business altogether, but how could they know I was really telling the truth? In our business, few people voluntarily walk away from such paychecks. After getting comforting counsel saying that I should be fine, I promised that day to never go back to work in finance if I could still get my severance and deferred compensation. My new manager was in from New York City that day and was already busting my b**** over the incident. I went a step further and promised to never go back to working for anybody. Hundreds of thousands of dollars were at stake and I was worried. HR called me the following Tuesday and told me everything was fine in the end. They agreed the client file was irrelevant given it was 5 years old and accepted my email apology for the mistake. Once I got my severance check several weeks later, I felt like I had sheepishly won the lottery. Instead of spending it all, I sat on it like I would any financial windfall. By the summer of 2012, the market had taken a little dive and I finally invested the entire amount in the stock market so as to make it disappear. I wanted to stay hungry and pretend I received nothing. Despite the promise, I couldn't stay retired. For almost two years, I spent several hours a day writing online, playing tennis in the early afternoon, hanging out with the people I love, and spending 12 weeks a year traveling abroad. It was wonderful seeing Stockholm, Helsinki, St. Petersburg, Majorca, London, Paris, Amsterdam, Malta, Bruges, Zurich, and more. Spending time with family for two to five weeks at a time in Honolulu was also wonderful. I was in the best shape of my life. The time spent writing on Financial Samurai paid off. Traffic and revenue doubled in 2012 and then doubled again in 2013. I didn't have to live the frugal lifestyle I had anticipated with my then $80,000 a year passive income. Things were good because I had enough money, plus all the time in the world. But towards the end of 2013, I really started getting a little bored of the lifestyle. One unemployed friend I'd hit the card rooms with midday couldn't understand my situation. He said he would never be bored if he were in my shoes. But he's never been in my shoes, so he has no idea. My closest friends all had to work full-time jobs, and there were only a couple unemployed folks I actually wanted to hang out with who were available to go on random adventures last minute. Random adventures tend to cost money. When my contact from Personal Capital called in the fall of 2013, asking me whether I was interested in taking up a social media content manager job, I was very hesitant in the beginning. I actually went down to interview Bill Harris, the CEO, during the summer, but never really thought much about actually going back to work at the time, even part-time. I deliberated back and forth with loved ones until we finally came up with an agreeable solution to work 25 hours a week with only two days a week on average in the office. A year of consulting has passed, and I've learned a ton about the startup world, financial technology companies, and digital marketing. Two bucket list items of working at a startup and pivoting into a new role outside of finance were crossed off. What's interesting is that people in internet tech land actually email me back now, whereas in the past, the responses would be few and far between. I guess the industry is sort of a club, but now I'm wondering what else does the future hold? Let me provide a candid assessment of why I couldn't stay retired and why I don't think any early retiree will ever be able to stay fully retired. Once you read the reasons, you should seriously ask yourself whether all your savings, hustle, and risk-taking is worth it. Perhaps a 40-year career is a much better way to go. Why it's so difficult to stay retired. One, you're used to years of excessive stimulation. In order to retire early, you've got to save aggressively, take a lot of calculated risks, and probably work your ass off more than the average person. You don't have to be smarter, you just have to be more productive than the next person with the same amount of time. I knew from the very first month on the job after college that I couldn't work for three decades like my parents did. As a result, I saved 50% plus of my after-tax income every year for 13 years, aggressively invested 70% of my money, 30% was in risk-free CDs just in case I blew myself up, and developed a rental property portfolio. When you're working 60 hours a week, spending an hour trading the markets, another hour or two reading research reports, managing properties on the weekends, and spending another 20-plus hours writing online, you begin to get used to all the activity you must do. Downshifting to a four- to five-hour workday feels like you're not doing anything at all. You naturally try and fill the other 10 hours of your day with something to do. Two, hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled It's Impossible to Stay Retired Once You Retire Early by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com.
0: If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable.
1: And I will finish up that post for you in tomorrow's episode. But before I go, I want to let you know once again that you can be part of our free Facebook group to be in bonus book raffles, to ask and answer questions, and participate in conversations with the hosts of our podcasts. All you have to do is search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts in Facebook and request to join the group or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. And that'll do it for another installment of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a happy rest of your Thursday, and thanks as always for being here and for listening. I will see you tomorrow in the Friday show, episode 600, where we'll finish up this post from Sam and where your optimal life awaits.